Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. Help. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Seller Die Podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. So, Jen, this is going to be an amazing, amazing podcast on the Sell or Die Network. We're going out to diehards. We're going to give them a lesson today they'll never forget. Well, <laughs> they, might, they might forget it, but they shouldn't. Well, if you're pretty focused, diehard, hint, hint. You'll remember this one. Exactly. So I want to talk about two things, and I'm curious about your intellectual response. I want to talk about distractions, the major cause of errors and loss of concentration. And I want to talk about concentration. So distractions and concentration, those two things make up the ability of any salesperson, any diehard, to complete the task at hand, regardless of what it is. So for example, if you decide you're gonna concentrate on getting something written and your phone rings or your text goes off or your kid comes in the room or your significant other says, hey, can you come here for a second? You have lost your concentration, way higher level than focus. And because you have a stream of conscious that you're trying to write and you, it's happened to you, Jen, it's happened to me all the time, when I'm writing, I don't want any distractions. I don't want anything to come in my way. Now, I have a choice. I can put my phone on silent or I can turn off my phone. I can go into, what do you call that, DND mode or something like that, where nothing comes through. What do you think is the major reason that our diehards can't get projects done on time or ahead of time? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's the major reason that anyone doesn't do a project on time is they're not completely focused on the, the project at hand and the deadline. And uh, actually there's an interesting thing about that, which, you know, there's a phenomenon called Parkinson's law and Parkinson's law states that you will fill the vacuum. You will fill the amount of time that you have the container that you've given yourself 
to get stuff done. So if you say to yourself, this project's going to take me eight hours, you'll spend all eight hours trying to do it. But if you say, I have one hour and I need to get this project done, you'll figure out what the the main deliverables are, the things that would you would consider it done by to get it done. And so we fill these, these vacuums, we fill these containers by which the time limits we set for ourselves. Okay. So um, it's, it's, I, didn't, I never knew Parkinson, uh, so I didn't understand his or her law. Is it a guy's law or a woman's law? I believe Parkinson's is a man, but, okay. you know. Well, they, I didn't know they the didn't guy. quote a lot of females back then. So, yeah. uh, but, but let me say one other thing. So the other day we're at the beach and I walked into Gabrielle's room. Her door was wide open and I'm like, Hey, Gabby, want to do blah, 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 whatever it was. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it was. Right. And she was like, Jen, you just messed me up on my game. Now, Ooh. if you're a parent in that moment, you can't curse your kid out. You want to. <laughs> right. It's like you interrupted. But, but she got distracted by my coming in her room and she chose to blame me. Now, if this was something super serious that she didn't want to be distracted by, all she needed to do was put a sign up on her door that said gaming right now, you know, True. or announce to us, hey, you guys, I'm going to be playing my Animal Crossings game for the next 20 minutes, and it's really important for me to achieve this next level. So please, DND. Yeah, right? I'm picking turnips, and I need right. to know what to do. Right. Right. So that, but, but okay, so, but instead, she chose to blame me for going in her room to ask her, like, if she wanted to get ice cream or something, like something for her. Okay. But, but that, and I'm not blaming Gabrielle in this situation because this is human nature. We all do it. You're writing something and someone walks by and you're like, oh, you just messed up my train of thought. Or you're creating a proposal and you get distracted because your phone rings. Well, whose fault is that? Whose fault is that? Your phone rang. Is it the person who called you to tell you something like amazing? Or is you it, didn't DND. Yeah, you didn't DND. Right. Where was your taking responsibility, radical responsibility to, to, to turn it off and to, to lessen the distractions? And I think that right now, especially while a lot of people are still working from home, a lot, a lot of people, and there's more distractions at home now than ever. You have your crying girlfriend or fiance or wife or whatever, who's like upset about something or, and, and this, that's this no blow to females. That was a real experience that a friend told me about. Okay. But, or you have, Let's let's do the opposite now. You have your male Jen, like, Jen, partner Jen. bitching Cut about something. Cut the shit. Here's the deal. I'm calling you out on this. Here's the deal. Even if you put your phone on vibrate and you're writing something and you feel it on your butt or whatever <laughs> in your pocket and you glance at it just to see what it was, you have ruined your own stream of conscious. You have diverted your mind away from a great idea. And that's the real issue here. What could you be doing if you weren't distracted? And you as a, as a salesperson, as a diehard, as a member of the human race, need to put yourself in a position where you pre-communicate 
where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing because the world doesn't give a shit what you're doing. They only care what they're doing. So let me give you another example. Okay. In the morning, I do a morning routine now, and it involves yoga and breath work and journaling and some other stuff. And <laughs> well, it's very woo, so I don't really want to go into detail. But anyway, so I do this whole morning routine. And most of the time, if we're at the beach and like we're in a smaller place where I don't have like my own space there, what do I say to you? I say, hey, Jeffrey, I'm about to do my morning routine. So it's like me telling you like, and that means like, don't interrupt, <laughs> you know, and, and you get it because I'm, I'm telling you, I need 20 minutes or a half hour, or 45 minutes, however long it takes to, to do something for me. And you don't come in and talk to me during that time. You don't try to communicate with me during that time because I've set the expectation for what's about to happen. So now as as you diehard are, are working, I, I think so many people are just continuing to work from home because they've figured out it's easier, but. And better. Yeah. But, but you have all these distractions. You have dog distractions, you have family distractions, you have maybe you have parent distractions, whatever distractions of people that's magnified because you're no longer in an office, right? Where the expectation is you're going to work. So one other thing I do is I'm a big Pomodoro method person. And I've talked about this on the show before, but really not in a long time. I don't think I've talked about this in a year. Hmm. So the Pomodoro method is that it takes 25 minutes to cook tomato sauce on the stove. And so if you apply those 25 minutes to your focus, to your concentration, then what you can do is have 25 pure minutes of just focus tasks and you can break up all your tasks into 25 minute sets. Like how many Pomodoros is it going to take you to complete these? And in between each Pomodoro, you take a little five minute break. And so now you have these 30 minute chunks that you're laying out on your calendar where you know that they're focused chunks. It's not 25 minutes of let me complete this task and also surf the internet and also find my Spotify song. And you know what? I just got a phone call. No, it's 25 minutes of pure dedicated focus. So for me, um, I'm going to say I'm more marinara than Pomodoro. <laughs> and when you tell me, when you tell any Italian grandmother that it only takes 25 minutes to cook Pomodoro sauce, they're going to come and stab you because they're cooking over the stove all day. So let's say that if you buy it out of the grocery store and put it in the pan, it's not going to take that much long to heat and get your pasta going. So 25 minutes is fine. I want to make sure that you understand that it, you can set your Apple watch to a timer and become used to the timer. When I was meditating on a daily basis, I had a yogi, and, and she said, you just go meditate in the corner for 20 minutes. I said, well, how do you know when 20 minutes is up? Because we didn't have any timers. And she goes, so you'll know. And I said, okay. And you kind of know. You, you just, you know, if you're really going to meditate, you do it until you feel like it's not time to do it anymore. So I'm looking at it from the perspective of, you have a task to do, you focus on the task, no matter what you call it, 
The object is completion without distraction. And when you complete without distraction, you actually can accomplish something. And if you need a Pomodoro sauce or you need a, any, any kind of timer to be able to set your mind to do this based on how long you think it's going to take because that's the discipline that you want, then you do it. Are you okay with that? I didn't hurt your feelings on the Pomodoro thing, Jenny. No, I think it's actually a great point because if you are, if that's the amount of time it takes to cook on the stove, but all this other stuff goes into it. You have to go buy the ingredients. You have to prep it. You have to chop it. You have to clean it. You have to do all these things, right? I don't know what the things are because I'm, I'm not really a cook, but there are, (laughs) no. So the point is there is preparation that goes into it. And so you're not just going to sit down and go knock out a task. No, there's preparation that goes into it. Maybe the night before you're making your list of all the things that you need to do the next day. You're prioritizing it so that when it's time to complete your task, you can just go cook it. You can just go bake it up. And so I I wasn't offended by your your comment at all. Um, First of all, you can disagree with me. That's healthy in a relationship, honey. But second of all... (laughs) But but I think it really added a, a great point to to what that looks like. Right. You have to decide as a person who is about to come to accomplish a task, the, the task at hand, you're either going to do it with the potential of distraction or without the potential of distraction. That's your choice as you enter the process. And you can say, oh, wait, I have to shut my phone off. I have to go on DND. I have to put a note on the door. I have to tell somebody else, please stay away from me. To me, that's the beginning of the process. It assumes you're prepped. It assumes you're ready to go. You sit down in your chair to write or to answer emails or whatever it is that you're going to be doing, make a follow-up call, make a sales appointment. Obviously, there are times when it's more important than others that you have no distractions. But to me, I don't want any distractions. Now. Do I take them? Yeah, I take them. And the reason is I don't like calling people back and then you go on voicemail tag and all kinds of crap. If I don't, if I have their text, easy. If I don't have their text, pain in the ass. So I'm looking at this from a standpoint of it's a fight for me for productivity versus distraction. So I want to bring something else up, which is that right now, so many people are doing Zoom meetings or web conference, all these types of meetings, right? Mm -hmm. And so it is so easy to know when the person that you're on a Zoom meeting with is distracted. Like they look like they're sleeping for a second because they're looking down or they're typing and you could hear them like literally like this, like like chomping at their keys, right? And then someone's like messaging them, go on mute. Go on mute. It's like, <laughs> there are so many, like you, the light changes too much because they're browsing something. I know, Die Hard, you would never do this. They're browsing right. Amazon or Farfetch or some sort of, you know, sh- anthropology shopping website or whatever. Like, listen, people know, okay? You wouldn't do that when you're in person with a customer. You wouldn't pull up your shopping magazine and be like, while I'm presenting this pitch to you, let me just shop. 
Let me, what's in the Nordstrom catalog this week? You would never freaking do that. So why are you doing it while you're on a Zoom call? You're creating- Because you can. No, 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 okay. because you can. Okay, but listen, listen, please listen. If you choose to be fully focused with your customer and you choose to be fully present, imagine what kind of amazing possibility that could create for your long-term relationship. Imagine keep that- in mind, this is going to happen whether you're in person or you're, or you're on video. Yeah. You have to be more compelling than a Nordstrom catalog. Because <laughs> if you're not, somebody's going to... Now, I've gone into these corporate meetings for years. I go to the back row and I'm sort of standing there watching, observing the crowd. And the CEO of the corporation is speaking. Last year we were 5.7, this year we're 5.8. And no one is paying a nickel's worth of attention. I see people texting, I see people browsing, I see people pretending that they're doing shit. But I've even seen people sleeping. Oh, God. And so the bottom line is, you, you the diehard, have a responsibility that if you see someone's eyes move, it's because you're fucking boring. Just that simple. And Right. But, but most people will say, oh, they're so rude. They're not paying attention. Yeah, yeah. No, they are they not rude, Responsibility. <laughs> they are not rude. They are distracted because you have let them become distracted. And that's, that's the subject. I, I'm going to tell you that we've skirted around a bunch of issues today, but distraction and, and achievement by concentration are the prime focuses of this. And you have to determine as a diehard, are you willing to not allow distractions as you're trying to achieve, number one, and number two, are you compelling enough so that other people will not be distracted from your boring ass presentation? Yeah. Well, thanks, Jen. And um, <laughs> so diehards, um, you just got a 10 minute message. Take it for what it's worth. Take it to the bank. Focus on yourself. Make sure your distractions are are somewhere around zero when you're trying to get something done and make sure you're compelling enough to hold the other person's attention and don't you don't need the text you don't need the phone call i promise you your life will not stop if you just if you let it go for 30 minutes and you'll be a better no, person I, as a result i just of it. want to say one more thing you know right. how apple will do the thing now on your iphone when you're driving so like if you want it to auto respond to someone when you're driving oh, God, yeah. drive mode and it will say like, Hey, I won't see your text for the next 30 minutes. Cause I'm driving. What Apple is saying is stop focusing on your phone and focus and concentrate on the road so that you can get from point A to point B safely. That is your job when you're a driver, right? Well, what is your job when you're a salesperson? What is your job when you're an entrepreneur? Your job is to listen to the customer and focus on the customer. And maybe you need to have the same sort of auto response. Hey, I'll get back to you in 30 minutes. I'm focused intently and listening actively to my customer. Cool. <laughs> but I think that you are now getting the message here because I promise you, I have never seen, not one time, 
have I been in a selling situation or a meeting situation where the salesperson said to me, um, I got to turn my phone off. Nobody does. And you look at your phone like it's some kind of uh, religious worshiping device because you certainly don't want to miss a text from your Facebook notifications, and <laughs> which I don't understand why you have them on anyway, but that's a whole other issue. And you have to decide that your job and your achievement is more important than your notification. Yes, yes, yes. All right, well, we can leave on that note. Until next time, okay. I'm Jane Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. I'm reminding you to get out there and sell something without any distractions, even if your ass falls off. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See, See you, you next, next week. week.